Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But canceling them. When did he do that? When the sinner comes and repents? No, no, no. He did that in Christ. That doesn't just belong to we folks who accept it. That belongs to the world. That was what he wanted us to tell them. See, we've never really preached the gospel yet. I don't know of anybody that's ever preached the gospel yet. Most of them go out and beat the sinner over the head. Are you still here if you're going home? You got so quiet? Thought you'd left me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. So the Bible says that all sickness and all disease is a curse of the law, and the Bible said that we're redeemed from the curse of the law. Not a going to be redeemed or redeemed, see. All right, here Peter's talking about that very same thing. Peter's looking back to the sacrifice of Calvary. And, and so he says, by whose stripes ye were healed. Not going to be word. Now you see, God remembers when he laid on Jesus, not only the iniquities and the sins of us all, but he laid on Jesus our sicknesses and our diseases. That's the reason God says that. Jesus remembers that he bore them for us. And so the Holy Spirit inspires Peter to say and to write by whose stripes you were healed. From God's standpoint, we're already healed. Not going to be. Somebody said, oh, to me, one lady said to me, well, they get, why don't I get healed? I, well, I said, I wouldn't exactly know unless I had some kind of revelation, you know. Uh, I could give you some specific things. I mean, I mean some general ideas from the Bible, but just to speak specifically and say this one thing is the reason, unless God gave me a revelation, wouldn't know. I can tell you some things generally from the Bible. Well, now she said, I know healing belongs to me, or that is, she said, I... You see, and she gave herself away, and I was able to help her, locate her. She said, I know God promised to heal me, I said, no, ma'am, sister, he didn't. No, God never promised to heal you any more than he promised to save the lost. He hadn't promised to save the lost. He didn't He doesn't have us to go tell the lost that God promised to save you. No, he has us to go tell the lost that God's already done something about your salvation, that he laid your sin and your iniquities on Jesus. Are you listening to me? You see, we missed the story to a great extent. You've got your Bibles right there. I want you to turn back here real quickly to something, to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, the, the fifth chapter, we were, we were looking at that uh, 17th verse. I want you to see something. I want to put you on the spot and see if you really believe the Bible. So many times we don't really, you know, we think we do. I want you to start reading with me right here in this 17th verse, and let's read down through here. Therefore... 2 Corinthians 5, 17, pages still turn, I'll wait just a minute. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Got it? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. 
Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God. Or another translation said, all these things are of God. This new creature, old things passing away, all things are becoming new, all these things are of God. Who has reconciled? Who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ? He reconciled us as sinners to himself by Jesus Christ. He's already done it. And hath given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. That's the ministry that we ought to have is the ministry of reconciliation. What is this ministry of reconciliation? Here it is, verse 19, to wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them. Not imputing whose trespasses unto them. Somebody got the Amplified Translation? Someone have the Amplified Translation? You have that, Wanda? Would you stand up and, and, and read that for us in the Amplified Translation, that 19th verse? About, read about one clause at the time. Let me reemphasize it over this microphone. It was God personally present in Christ. It was God personally present in Christ. Go ahead. Reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. Now get this. Go on. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses. But doing what to them? Ooh, did you wear your shout and clothes this morning? But canceling them. That's all right. You can sit down now. Thank you. But canceling them. When did he do that? When the sinner comes and repents? No. 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 He did that in Christ. That doesn't just belong to we folks who accept it. That belongs to the world. That was what he wanted us to tell them. See, we've never really preached the gospel yet. I don't know of anybody that's ever preached the gospel yet. Most of them go out and beat the sinner over the head. Are you still here if you're going home? You got so quiet? Thought you'd left me. No, that's the good news. That's the good news of the gospel. He wanted us to tell the sinner the world, that God was personally, personally present in Christ, reconciling the world and restoring the world unto favor with him. Not imputing unto them their trespasses, not counting up or holding against men their trespasses. He's not doing that anymore. But somebody said we'll all be saved then, won't we? No. People still have to be born again because they're children of the devil. See? But you see how awful it is then for a man to be lost. You see how terrible it is for a fellow to go to hell when his debt was already paid. 
But because he's a child of the devil and hasn't been born again, Jesus said to some people, you're of your father the devil. Now, you see, some people read these scriptures here and thank God they're there and they're wonderful and they're marvelous. But they didn't go too far. They said, well, you see, he's reconciled the world to himself. He's, he's not holding against men their trespass, so everybody will be saved. I read after one fellow, and he even said the devil will be saved. Everybody's going to be ultimately reconciled to God. I just soon hear a donkey bread at midnight and a tin barn. Are you listening to me? Well, no, that's not true. You see, it could be true. That is, as far as man's concerned, not fallen angels of the devil. But as far as man's concerned, it could be true that they could be. And legally speaking, in the mind of God, he's already accomplished the work, but to do us any good, we have to accept it. And be born again, our nature changed because we are children of the devil. I read one minister, bless his heart, I just cried and I wept when I read it. I, I, I feel sorry for people who are mentally uh, incapacitated. I don't say that to be joking. I, I, I wept. Here was a man, a full gospel man, a man born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to other tongues. One time I had a great ministry, evidently. From what I can, I never knew him personally, but reading after him and so on. And here some time ago, picked up a little old booklet, you know, and he'd written, you know, he'd got a great revelation from God. Didn't come. God came from the devil. That everybody's to be saved. Nobody will be lost. He said, you know, I had an aunt years ago. I wept at a funeral. I'm just sure she went to hell. Said she's a prostitute all of her life. She died drunk. And I thought she went to hell. Now then he said, I know she went to heaven. Because God wasn't holding, you know, on this verse here, he wasn't counting up, holding against men their trespasses. Anyhow, he'd canceled them all out. But you see, nothing ever happened to change that woman. Sure, he'd even canceled her, tres her trespasses out. He wasn't imputing or holding anything against her. And that's the reason he wanted her to come, praise God, and have her nature change and become a new creature in Christ so she wouldn't be the same old creature she was. See? And then he said, I had an uncle as an alcoholic. I tried to talk to him about the Lord, and he'd cuss me. Said he actually died cursing God. Said, now then, you know, I wept at his funeral because I didn't know any better. But now then, he said, I know that he was saved. Because, you see, it says right here that God's not counting up holding against men their trespasses. So he didn't count up and hold that against him. Well, that's true. He canceled them out all right, but that man was a sinner. You see, his, his nature hadn't been changed. He had never been made a new man in Christ. You see, that's what makes it all the worse. Amen. Do you see that? For a man to be lost when, when the good news is that Christ has already, praise God, paid the penalty for his wrongdoing and has canceled it out. All he's got to do is come and accept it. The wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift of God's eternal life. All he has to do is come and accept the gift. That's the good news. And isn't that good news? Praise God, isn't that good news? Hallelujah. Well, listen to me now. You see, that's something that belongs to us in Christ Jesus. Now then, in the mind of God, that's already accomplished. Now, in the mind of God, healing for the physical body is already accomplished because himself 
took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses, Matthew 8, 17 said. 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes ye were healed. One fellow said, well, that means spiritual healing. Well, it includes spiritual healing, but it means more than that because the Greek word translated heal here is identically the same Greek word that's used in the fifth chapter of Mark about the woman with the issue of blood where Jesus said, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be healed of that plague. That was spirit. That wasn't spiritual healing. That was physical healing. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, a Heart of Faith package. The book, Listen to Your Heart by Ken Hagan and the single CD, The God Kind of Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. These are being offered for a price of $15.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. July 20th through the 25th, Sunday through a Friday, is Camp Meeting 2014. Yes. And now a lot of you know what Camp Meeting is, but you go back to the old days, they used to go and then camp out and then have services. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an indoor camp meeting. That's we right. Know, I was at there. At least we've got air conditioning. Yeah, I was there as a kid <laughs> and under some of those tents with the sawdust and, and camping out and didn't have no air conditioning. Yes. Now you camp out in a hotel room. But you can go on our web, rhema.org, and it tells you all the information right there, so you just go find out about it. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of the series, Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.